So as promised, tonight is going to be a special Purim edition of the Vilna Gain's Vad. And we're in for a big, big treat. Because tonight we're going to see a Pachad Yitzchak, Rav Hutner, and how he uh, brings a gra. And with this gra, he's going to open our eyes to a, an amazing thing about Purim. So it's on the bottom of Kufyud Beis. This is in the Kuntras Rashimus, which is in the back of the volume of Pachid Yitzchak on Purim. Every uh, Pachid Yitzchak is a different volume uh, of a different Yantif, except Sukkot and Shabbos are together, but every one of them has their own special um, volume. And this is Purim. Some people like the Purim Pachid Yitzchak volume better than all the others. And the reason is because if anyone has ever tried to learn a Pachid Yitzchak, many of them are very long and broken up into many different pieces, and only when you get through the entire, the entire mosaic are you going to be able to see the whole, everything, uh, you know, with its perspective from a, you know, from an, a bird's eye view. But it takes time, and his Hebrew is very poetic, and it's difficult to get through, but... Uh, Purim, a lot of the pieces, if not all the pieces, are very bite-sized. They're very small, like sharp and to the point, because he said these maimarim, not as a formal, you know, maimur, like the other yam taivim that were given, just, you know, long, long uh, speeches in front, of a, uh, in front of his ilam, in front of his talmidim, but Purim was said by the Purim Mesibah, and the Purim Mesibah, he would say of art, and say l'chaim, and then drink, and then the band would strike up. If you ever uh, in Chaim Berlin for Purim, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a very beautiful experience. Uh, so the pieces in the Pachid Yitzchak on Purim are much shorter and much easier to digest. And uh, this one is is sort of like that, a little bit longer maybe than the classic pieces in the other in the rest of the Sefer. But it's an amazing bar. Let's see it together. Maimer Chaf Gimel. Divrei Hagra, Kiyem Ki Purim, Hainu Sheyem Kipur, Hu Kimai Purim. I think everybody is um, aware of the Memra, I think it's quoted from the Arizal, uh, from the Makubalim, that Yaim Kipurim, Yaim Kipurim is Yaim Kipurim. It's like the day that's like Purim. Yaim Kipur is like Purim. You know, and you might be confused, like you couldn't, you know, possibly find two days on the calendar that are more polar opposites than Yom Kippur and Purim. I mean, we dress up in costumes on both, it's true, but, um, you know, but other than that, one is so somber and one is so serious and one is so, you know, you're in shul the whole day, you're in yeshiva all day and with a machzer and Purim is is colorful and it's fun and it's exciting and you're drinking and you're dancing and... So what does that mean? The Kosovo Zeha Gra. So the Gra writes, Kibachal Yamtiv Kaivehu Hamahalak Shal Mechzalashem U Mechzalachem. Every Yamtiv has a kvios of Mechzalashem Mechzalachem. That's a Gemara. Meaning so if you're on Pesach, Pesach there's a din of Chatzilashem, Vachatzilochem. So you're going to have to spend a part of your day for Hashem, which means you're going to spend part of your day davening and listening to Kriya Satira and learning 
That's part of the day. And then there's Chatzilochem. You can enjoy also. There's Suda Sanyantif on Pesach. You have the, the Starim and you have uh, um, you know, the daytime Sudas and then you get to sleep and you get to spend time with your family. So it's, it's sort of a hybrid. It's Chatzilochem and Chatzilochem. And that's the way Shvuas is and that's the way Sukkot is. Uh, that's how Yom Tevim were structured. The only problem is, uh, what doesn't belong in the scheme of the Yom Tevim around the year? There's a Yantiv that just doesn't fit that, that mold. It's not a Chatzil Hashem, a Chatzil Hashem, and that's Yom Kippur. There's no two ways about it. Yom Kippur is a day that you spend the entire day Lashem. There's no eating, there's no drinking, it's, there's no personal Hana, it's just all for God. So, what do you do with Yom Kippur? You don't have the mechzalachem. You don't have that uh, half for yourself. It's all for Hashem. So comes along Purim. And Purim represents the completion, like the, uh, the other side of the coin of Yom Kippur is Purim. Because Purim is the Kulai. If, if Yom Kippur is Kulai Lashem, then Purim is Kulai Lachem. It's all really you. It's not really, there's not much, of course, obviously you're doing the whole thing for the Rabbi Shalom, but it's all singing and it's all dancing and it's all drinking and it's all, it's all engaging in Seudas. And in, uh, it's a very physical Yantif. It's a very physical Yantif. It's all for me. So, therefore, Shein by Shum Chiv there's really very little to do, obviously, you daven like you daven every day, and there's Megillah laning, but other than that, it's all lachem. So if you take Yom Kippur, and you take Purim, and you sandwich them together, now together, Yom Kippur and Purim, as one entity, that's already like a Yantif. Now that's a Chatzil Hashem, a Lachem. Fits perfectly, right? All the other Yom Tavim are embedded with the Chatzil Hashem Chatzilachem. Yom Kippur seems to break that mold, comes along Purim, and fits nicely together like two pieces of a puzzle. You have Yom Kippur representing the Chatzil the Chatzil the, the Kul Hashem, if you will, and you have Purim Kul Hashem, Kul Hashem, and when you put the two together, now you have a Yantif. By putting them together, now we have a yantiv. That says the guy is what the Mekubala meant when they said that Yem Kippurim is a day that's like Purim. It's like Purim, meaning that they are co-joined. Purim, Yem Kippur, obviously they're opposites, but it's actually that the fact that they're opposites, the fact that they're so polar, distinct from each other, that's exactly what attracts them to each other. Right? Opposites attract. So if you have a day that's Kul Hashem and another day on the calendar is Kul Hashem, and we can make a Shidduch between them, that's a very good Shidduch. Because that together is Kul, that, that's a day that now we have between the two of them, a Chatzil Hashem and a Chatzil Hashem. That is the Gain's beautiful Vart on, on this famous concept that Yom Kippur is a day that's Kippurim. And here comes Rav Hotner. Whoever is accustomed to the Artaira, the light of Taira of the Gra, 
which we have ex- been exposed to every Tuesday night, Baruch Hashem, this, this year. So maybe we are people that can now say um, that we are also a ragil, Ba'ar Tairasa Shalagra. Yedei Ne'emona, ki echad ha-mekairis ledvarim ha-nal, that one of the Makairis, meaning the guy isn't just I'm pulling this out of a hat. The guy has sources for everything. The guy was a Bucky Niflon Kalatarakula, as we've described in, in previous Vadin, and the guy doesn't do anything, doesn't make a move without having everything sourced. So where did the guy get this from? So Ravutner says that you have to understand that he had sources, and one of the sources that no doubt the guy had in hand was the Gemara in Megillah, Dimei Karuk, Seb, Megillah's Esther, Mishta Originally, if you take out a Megillah's Esther, it's a fascinating thing. There's a Stirim Sukkim. One Pasuk says that the Yidden had Mishta and Simcha and Yamtiv. That means that they originally were Makabo on themselves to make a full fledged Yamtiv out of Purim. Amazing, right? like Mishta later, it just says that they were Makabal themselves, Mishta Vesimcha, Bali Yantiv. Something happened to Yantiv. They were Makabal themselves, Yantiv, it seems, or they were, were at least toying with the idea of making Purim a full fledged Yantiv. What does it mean, a full fledged Yantiv? It means a Yantiv like Pesach, a Yantiv like Shavuos, a Yantiv like Sukkis, Isser Malacha, that means a week from, um, you know, next week, I'm. Um, Purim, there's go, there, you would not be allowed to drive a car, you would not be allowed to handle money, you would not be allowed to, uh, you know, to do anything. You, you would basically be as restricted as you would be for any yantiv. But that was the original plan, but then for some reason they switched, and yantiv like kabilu alayhu. The Amr al-Zeh, the mishtav is simcha kabilu alayhu, is simlach like kabilu alayhu, and that what that means is they were not makab on themselves Isra Malacha. They were not makab on themselves in Isra Malacha. Now did anyone, I'm sure everybody learned that Gemara, right? Everybody took the Megillah, um, Bikiyas, Blitz, in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael for Lander, whatever. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this Gemara, and you have to scratch your head when you see this Gemara and ask yourself, like, what is it? Why, why would they not be makab on themselves Yantiv. Anyone ever wonder that? Why, why, why originally they wanted Yantiv, and they said, mm, no, we're not going to do it Yantiv. So I'll tell you, before we get to Rav Huttner, I'll tell you what a Rebbe of mine once said. He's a very chashavit hamachachim, his name is Rabbi Leo Ramanik, and he was actually a Talmud, a very close Talmud of Rav Huttner. He was Nifter recently, within the last two years. His Rebbe was just Niftaris, uh, maybe three weeks ago. He was an Eloy, a very, you know, anyway, he, 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 he once said this, this pshad, he said that the Gemara says in Megillah that Haman said to uh, Achashverosh when he was trying to convince Achashverosh to make, a, make this decree against the Jews, genocide, so one of the things that he said, he said a lot of Lashon Hara. The Gemara says that no one knew how to speak Lashon Hara like Haman. He knew exactly how to say it and what to say it and the words that would be, you know, the most damaging to us the people in the eyes of Achashverosh. So one of the things he said is that the whole, the whole year they were busy with Shai Pai, Shin Yud, 
Pei Hayyud. Anyone know what that stands for? Who said that? Shabbos Hayyim Pesach Excellent. What does that mean, Shabbos Hayyim Pesach He said, listen, these Jews, they are so unproductive. They are so like, they never work. You hire them, and then every day they come to you and they say, I'm sorry, i got to leave work early. And the boss is like paying this guy by the hour or whatever. You know, he's expecting to get a good week of work out of the guy. And come, he said, it's Friday, it's a short, it's a short Shabbos, short Friday. So what do you mean short Friday? It's the same Friday as the whole year. No, 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 you have to understand. I'm going, I have to go home, you know, make Shabbos. And it takes me uh, two hours to get home. I have to fight traffic or whatever. So I have to leave three hours. So I'm leaving like 1.30 in the Friday. And so the boss, you know, doesn't want to get sued or anything. So he'll say, okay, fine, go home. And then a couple of days later, all of a sudden it's Pesach. They have another Yantif. And uh, now they have to take off at least the first two days and then uh, maybe Chalamayed if they really want to be from. And then the last two days... And the boss is like ripping his hair out. The guy is your boss. Is there. What, what are you doing? Like, I, I, you're taking off every single day. V'chule, v'chule. And so Rabbi Ramanik wanted to say that that's the pshat, Yantulei Kabi because they, they felt that, albeit it would be great to make another Yantav on the calendar, but we're going to take a pass. That's what got us into the mess, this mess in the first place. We had too many Yam Taivim. We always had to go to our boss and say, we, sorry, we can't work today. So the last thing that they felt that they needed was one more official holiday on the Jewish calendar, which would really make people angry. That, that's his very clever pshat. But now we're going to see what Rav Hutner himself says. He says, And it's clear to any thinking person, This that the Yidin were not makabal in themselves and Islam. They didn't want to have an Islam lacha, a day that they could not do any work. Why? It's not because they didn't want to give Purim the chashivas of Islam lacha. They wanted to give a chashivas. They wanted to make this a really amazing yantif. They understood that it would be far better in order to really bring out the beauty of Purim to Dafka not make it a day that's Asr B'Malacha. They thought about it. They had a, a, a Havamina of making Purim a day that's Asr B'Malacha, a regular Yantav, a Pesach, a Shavuos, a Sukkot. But instead of doing that, they opted out. And the reason for that is not because, you know, they felt that it wasn't, you know, that they didn't want to. They didn't want to give it that extra chashivas, but fakert. They wanted, they felt that the chashivas of Purim would be much more, it would be much more um, prominent if they would not give it the Yisra Malacha. Why? Vayna Kedivrei Hagra. Because the whole beauty of Purim is that it should be mutter v'malacha because of the gra. The Adarabba, Zuhi Tsuras Hashlemus Hamuchedes La Purim Dafka. What makes Purim special? What makes Purim so special? Shekalkulai Humishamish Bibachinas Hamechzalachem. According to the Vilnagain, it's so beautiful that the entire mahus, the entire personality of Purim is that it represents the, the fact that it's what? 
It's the Mechza Lachem. We have already a day that's Mechza Lachem or that's Kula Lachem. We're not looking for, an, we're not looking to make a clone of Yom Kippur. We have a Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is in search of its partner, of its mate. And its mate is what? Is not somebody that should be identical to him. It's somebody that should be opposite. Because we have to make between these, in the Shidduch, between Yom Kippur and Purim, we have to have the totality of a day that's Mechzal Hashem or Mechzal If you would make Purim a day that's Asr B'Molacha, what would happen? Now we'd have another day that's Kulay, that, that's, you know, that's, not, that's not doing its thing. If you have a partnership with somebody, you've got to know like, what you're doing, what I'm doing. If we're both doing the same thing, that's not good. If we're going into partnership and we're both, like, uh, we're both good at, at, at the back, back, uh, back office stuff, we're both good at accounting, but neither of us could sell, neither of us know how to market, neither of us know how to go and hit the streets and try to get the product out there, then that's a very bad shutas. We don't need it. We, we already have one. One of us already knows how to do that. I need a guy that's going to be able to compliment me, like that's going to be able to take care of what I don't have, what I don't bring to the table. I'm good at the back office. You have to be the front office guy. Yim Kippur is already doing its job. It doesn't need another, another thing like it. Yim Kippur needs Dafka a day that's opposite it. If Yim Kippur is Kula Lashem, and we need a day that's Kula Lachem. That's what Purim has to be. Purim, when we were creating Purim, we understood, according to the guy, and it was very clear that this day of Yom Kippurim was going to be like Purim, and it's going to be matched with Purim and mated with Purim, and you have to be able to have them complement one another. So if we would have made it a day that's, that's a regular yantif, then that's not a, that's not a shidduch, because that's, again, we need a day that's kulai lachem. Purim was created, Purim lachem, not by accident, not because that's the maximum way to, to party. Perm was made in order to be a, a balance and a partner and a mate to Yom Kippur. That's why the names are so interrelated. If we would have made Perm a regular day, that was Asr Basis Malacha, then that would be Pygame, he says, that would destroy the actual personality, the identity of Perm. The beauty of Purim had to be that it was a day that there is no Lashem. It's, all, it's a day that's Kuloi Lachem. It's all Lachem. It's all Lachem. It's a day that it has a metzias of Eilam Azat. It's a day that's, it's a beautiful day. It's a geshmaka day. It's a day that we enjoy the Eilam Azat. Ulum Azais Musashalanios, who beheader Eilam Azam Yisrael. The Hamim Diver Maral, Kimais, Promshness Chalfu. Okay, that's already a separate thing. He's really coming to explain something with a Maral, but that's not Negeatas tonight. What is Negeatas tonight is that we walk away from this Pachet Yitzchak understanding the nature of Purim. And we understand, first of all, why Purim is related to Yayim HaKi Purim. 
Purim and Yom Kippur are two sides of the same coin. They are related. So the, the Gain explains it, that one is a day that's Kula El Hashem, one's a day that's Kula Chem, and, you know, and presto, we have a, a yanta between the two of them that has the totality or that fits the, the profile of a regular yantif of Kula, of Chatz Hashem and Chatz and now, says the guy, and says, says the Pach Yitzchak, we understand where the guy probably gets this from. Where did he get this vart from? It's not just Tom, it sounds good, so let's, let's write it down. He gets it from this Gemara that Yantav like Habila Laicha, they wanted to make it a Yantav, they decided not to. Why? Not because they didn't want to lend it the credibility of a Yantav, but they understood that their mission with Purim is what's their mission of Purim? Their mission of Purim was to make it a day that will fit perfectly with Yom Kippur. With Yom Kippur. And that is only doable if you don't give an Isra Malacha to this day. If you would give Purim a day of Isra Malacha, then what would have been? It would have been, you'd have Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a day that's Kulai Lashem. And then you'd have what? Purim, which is, it's Chatzel Hashem, Chatzel It's like a regular yonder. That doesn't make, that's not a good Shidduch. It had to be, we needed to preserve Purim in order for Purim to function as Purim should. It had to be a day that was Kulei Lachem. I don't know, do you hop this? You should be dancing. This is a, it's an amazing piece, I'm serious. I'm not, I'm not saying that to be a Rebbe. I'm, I'm saying it because it's really a beautiful piece. What happened um, during Yom Kippur before the Purim story? Like oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. How did Yom Kippur do without Purim until Purim came around? We have to think about that. We have to think about that. The, the Torah calls the Yom Kippur, right. But that's, you're right, that, that really needs thought. That's a great question. It's a great question. Um, but what I, what I will tell you is that, and this is not my own, this is, I, I think we could have all said this, but it's famous that, which is me nitla bimi, like which, which is the day that's, that's being compared to the other? You'd think Purim happened, you know, thousands of years after Yom Kippur was created, right? The entire created Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur was really from the beginning of Bria Sa'ilam, Look at the Medrash on Vayera Vayvekir Yaim Echad, the very first uh, parsha in the Torah. That Zayim Akipurim Yom Kippur was something that that like like was from the first day of the Bria. We needed Yom Kippur. We needed in this world a, a, a day to do tshuva like Yom Kippur. But but it's Yaim Kippurim. That little day coming up, that that Yantiv Dirabanan that happened, you know, in Bab- in uh, in Persia, you know. Between the two, uh, between the 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 Bayis Rish and Bayisheni, that little old Purim is the is 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 the is really like the it's on the pedestal and Yom Kippur is like looking up to it in awe. I'm Yom Kippurim. I'm a day that I'm bragging that I'm a day like Purim. Imagine Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a Yantiv Dairaisa. It's a day that's the Yom HaKadosh, we call it. It's a day that everybody fasts. The whole even if you're not a you know religious Jew, you still find. Generally, people find their way to Shul on Yom Kippur because they understand it's the holiest day of the year, which it's not, by the way. Shabbos is much more holy than Yom Kippur, just as, uh, you know, Shabbos is, uh, Shabbos is an Isra Skila. 
Shabbos in Yisrael. There's no. It's the highest. Uh, it's the highest level of kedusha. Uh, Yom Kippur is an Isser uh, an Isser Karis. but um, but the uh, but just in terms of everybody knows Yom Kippur is Yom Kippur, and yet Yom Kippur is nitle. Yom Kippur is is like looking, is attaching itself. I'm a day Kippurim. I'm like Purim. Wow, you're like Purim. You're Yom Kippur. What are you? What are you? What are you like lowering yourself to to brag that you're like Purim? And the answer is, Rabbi, say that we don't understand what Purim is. Purim is a day that you can accomplish much more than you could on, even on, on Yom Kippur. As much as we could steig on Yom Kippur, and we can, as much as we can feel the Ashras Hashchin on Yom Kippur, if you're in the right place, in the right shul, the right yeshiva, and the right chazan, and the right machzer, and the right uh, avir, and the singing, and, the, and it's geschmack, and you feel it, like you're, it's like it's palpable, the Kedusha, you could accomplish much more in terms of, in terms of getting close to the Rabbeinu Shalom, getting close to your fellow Jews on Purim, much more than Yom Kippur. I think we all know that, right? If you're, it's, the, it's a much holier day than Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur wishes it could be Purim, believe it or not. But, if that, if that sounds strange to you, it's because the Purims, perhaps, that we celebrate are not the way they're meant to be. So, you know, if we're celebrating, if we think that Purim is just one big uh, frat party and we're looking for a, you know, for a, you know, for a, you know, I don't know, like a, to find some guys in a, in a local college that have a basement and they have a hookah pipe and a this and, a, and, 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 and whatever, then, you know, then obviously I'm not, that's not what the Vilma Jain is talking about. And that's not what I'm talking about. You have to find yourself on Purim. You have to shalavek Purim. You have to make Purim a day that's Yom Kippur dick. A day that's Yom Kippur. It doesn't mean you have to wear a kittel, and it doesn't mean you have to fast. You're not allowed to. You have to eat, and you have to celebrate. It's a day of joy. It's a day of the goof, celebrating the fact that we weren't annihilated. That's what the, the Lavush says, right? That the difference between Hanukkah and Purim is Hanukkah, they wanted to kill our souls, so therefore it's all Halal and Haidah. Yom Kippur, on Purim, they wanted to kill our bodies, so our bodies are what's supposed to be celebrating and enjoying. So we dance and we sing and we, and we eat and we, uh, we have wine and we have... Uh, but you have to be in the right place in order to experience that. And, and you have to stay in yeshiva. You have to stay in yeshiva and, and you have to come to the masiba at night, which is a beautiful masiba. And you have to uh, come to davening, obviously, the next morning. Don't drink Purim night. Don't drink Purim nights. I remember when I was in Eretz Yisrael, my first year in Eretz Yisrael, you know, I was by my Rebbe's house and I thought it was cool and I was drinking. I got so sick. I was like, it killed my whole Purim. And from then I learned that like it's the stupidest thing in the world to drink. There's no mitzvah of drinking, you know, Purim night. It's not a mitzvah. So you're just trying to be like, cool. You know, but it's, it's the whole, I couldn't like stay by the Megillah reading. I was like nauseous. I was like, don't drink Purim night. It's not, it's not, it's, there's no mitzvah. It's wrong. And it's just, you're going to kill your whole Purim. Purim night, you, you listen to the Megillah, you break your fast, you go to the Mesiba, you dance and you have a great time. And then Purim morning, you get up for davening, you hear the Mikra Megillah a second time. And then there's Yeshiva Smarachai Tzadik in the yeshiva that, you know, there's a lot of cash and prizes for doing it, but independent of that, it's a very, very big mitzvah, a big skula 
for whatever you need to learn on Purim Day. Because Purim is a day that you know, everybody's so busy and they're doing everything else that very few people are actually sitting and learning. So it became like a phenomenon to have the Yeshivas Mardichai Tzadik and people all over the world, they, they're kaveh like a, a time every, on Purim itself to learn. And uh, they get sponsors and you know, they have food there and they have uh, whatever it is. And it's, it's, it's tremendous. Like if a person like really steigs on Purim itself during that time, then, you know, ashrecha, it's, uh, it's, you, there's big, big schoolers to be had. And, and it's badukum it's tried and true. People that sponsor these, uh, these Yeshua Smarachai uh, Tzaddiks, they, um, you know, if they needed a Shidduch, they find a Shidduch. If they needed Parnas, Parnas, it's like a tremendous, there's a lot, a lot going on in the air on Purim. Then we dive in Mincha. And then after Mincha, you come to my house, and I have, uh, it used to be called, it's called the Shack, because, but it's, you know, we lost all Messiah over COVID and whatever, but it used to be, uh, you know, in the back of my house, I have a, an annex, and it was it was very geschmack. It was like a long, skinny, like uh, like almost like a clubhouse, like uh, like, and it was it was a legendary thing. And then we redid our house and this and that. And so somebody guys like danced on my porch. They broke they broke my back deck. Fifteen thousand dollars later, you know, no more perm shack. But we do have a tent in the front of the house, and we have a. Uh, uh, Efri as the guard to make sure that my house itself is uh, is somewhat safe, and uh, but it's uh, we're going to have music, we're going to have food, and it's going to be like a few hours of of really really geshmaka Purim and be there because you know that's where you should be and that's the place that you're going to I hope you know binis ayra to yom kippur dika Purim, and then after that you go to your rebbe like there, there's going to be shuttles going to your rabbeim or you're going to stay local, you know, in whatever different share might be in, in the local shul here, which I'm probably going to be joining as well in Mitzvah Hashem. So anyway, there's a lot to do, but make, just promise me that you don't hang out with the wrong chevra. Don't hang out with the wrong chevra and then, and then look back and say, that wasn't Purim. That, I don't know what the Pachis was talking about. That wasn't, it was cool, but it wasn't, there was, there was no shaykhs to the Yom Kippur side of the coin. If you do it right, you should be feeling Yom Kippur dick throughout every moment of Purim, even though not the same, you know, through different mediums, through different, it's not, uh, not going to be a Yom Kippur with a machzun of this, it's going to be a Yom Kippur with your heart and with your, and with your, and with your feet and with your mind and with your, but, be in a place that you could keep the Kedushas Yemaki Purim in the Purim, and you will have the best Purim Yitzhashem of your life.